Praise God. Esther chapter number 2, um, verse number 17 and verse number 18. Esther chapter 2, verse 17 to verse 18. And the title for today's message is The Crown. That is the title for today's message, The Crown. The Crown. Praise the Lord. All right. It says, The king loved Esther more than all the other women, and she obtained grace and favor in his sight, more than all the virgins. So he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Then the king made a great feast, the feast of Esther, for all his officials and servants, and he proclaimed a holiday in the provinces and gave gifts according to the generosity of the king according to the generosity of the king i'm going to take that again esther chapter number 2 verse 17 the king loved esther more than all the other women and she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the, the virgins so he set the royal crown that's where we are today he set the royal crown upon her head and made a queen instead of Vashti. So the title, like I said, lesson number 30, it is The Crown. Praise God. So obviously it is a continuation uh, from the earlier uh, verses that we looked at. Last week we looked at the, the 10. Every person had their 10. And the 10 of Esther eventually came. Esther got into uh, the presence of the king. And the Bible says, and the king, uh, or she obtained grace and favor in the sight of the king. The very same thing that happened when she got into uh, the chambers of of um, of the king, uh, where there was Haggai. The Bible says she obtained favor and grace in the sight of Haggai. Now, because she obtained favor in the sight of Haggai, it became automatic that the king, because Haggai represents the king. Rabbi uh, Haggai carries the heart of the king. So when she eventually got in, obtained favor, and she won the heart of the king. Now, this is very important. She won the heart of the king. Now, why is it important and crucial? It is important because it tells us that whenever we start with God, we always finish well. Whenever we start the journey with God, we will always finish well. The Bible says, he who began a good work in you will see it to completion. It is God who began it. It is God who completes it. It is for us. It is just being there and just responding in faith, by faith to what God is doing. And we trust him that because he started a good work in us, he will see it to completion. You know, obviously it was in reference to the aspect of salvation, our journey in the Lord. But in every aspect of your life, it may be uh, in your job, in, in your career, you know, because you belong to God, you are God's. If he started a good work in you, he will surely see it to completion because he is a faithful God. Praise God. Now, so the Bible then says, when she obtained the favor and the grace in the sight of the king, all right, the Bible says, he set the royal crown upon her head. The crown, the king set the royal crown upon her head. 
Now, royal, now that's key. Royal, it's not just he set the crown, but he set the royal crown. Now, why royal? Because there are many crowns. Uh, my little girls, at one point, they would say, Daddy, we want, can you buy me the crown? There are crowns that are being sold everywhere in the shops. You can get your own crown. You know, that makes you feel good, but it is your crown. Um, you can have your crown in your house. You can have a crown on your wedding day. It's a crown. Um, you can win a race. You get a crown. You can uh, get into a fight, get a crown, get a medal, whatever it is that is uh, given to you as an appreciation or an acknowledgement of maybe your beauty, your efforts, and everything else. But all that is not the royal crown. It is crowns. It is just the crown, but not the royal crown. Now, this, this word royal is used quite a lot, you know, in the book of Esther to express the source. Where is it coming from? There was a royal feast. There were feasts that were going on all the time, but this one was a royal feast that the king organized in the very first chapter of the book of Esther. Not only was there a royal feast, but there were also, you know, royal food, royal clothing, you know, everything, royal clothing. It's not just clothing. It's now royal clothing, royal command or royal decree. It's not just a decree. The moment you put royal, you are simply pointing us to the king. There is a source. There is a person where it is coming from. It is coming from a place of authority, a place of power where whatever has been received cannot be questioned. Royal crown, royal feast, royal um Royal clothing, everything was royal. Royal drinks, everything was just royal. Just to express where it was coming from. Praise God. Now, so the king then set the royal crown on Esther. Wow. Now look at Esther. This is Esther, the very same Esther offered at one point. The very same Esther who was once not a person. Um, you know, she was actually a slave in this particular country. She was a foreigner in this particular country. And I'm sure it reminds you of what the Bible says in the book of uh, Ephesians chapter number 2. Right? Once we were not a people. Once we were not a people, we were far from the commonwealth of Israel. We were without God. We were, we were without hope. That's where we were. But He brought us near. We did not bring ourselves, but He brought us near. There was a time when Esther was just a nobody. She was just a girl who had kept herself. She was just a girl who was a virgin, a girl just going about her business. Nobody noticed her. You know, just a normal person, uh, needed no board guards, needed no attention from people. But now when the royal crown was placed on Esther, everything changed. The crown changed everything. The royal crown changed everything. Esther might have at some point gone into a shop, bought herself a, a crown, but that crown did not make any difference in the in the community. Uh, probably she got a crown from Mordecai. It meant something in their home, but did not mean anything in the community, did not mean anything in the world. She could not come out and begin to decree things because the crown was not a royal one. The crown was not good enough. It did not have weight enough to change her status. There are certain things that we do that never change our status. But the Bible says, if any man be in Christ Jesus, 
He is a new creation. The old has passed. Behold, everything has become new. Status has been changed. The crown that changes your status is the crown that is bestowed on you by Jesus. It is a crown that is bestowed on you by the King. Praise God. That is the crown that is able to change your status. There is, you can be adopted by, you know, another family. Yes, your status has changed in that family. But in the community, nothing really changes. At school, nothing really changes. But when you are adopted by God, when you are brought into the family of God, you cease just to be an ordinary person. The crown that is given to you, it changes who you are. John chapter number 1 verse number 12, to as many as received him, he gave them the right, the authority, the power to become the children of God. Gave them the crown, the crown enabled all of us to stand as God's children. Status had already changed. What changed the status? The status changed as a result of the crown given to us. And this time around, it's not just an ordinary crown. It is a royal crown. I want you to declare over yourself that I have the royal crown. You need to believe it. You need to declare it over yourself. You need to know it that you have a royal crown on your head and you are not an ordinary person. You are not just who you were before you knew Jesus. Everything changed the moment you said yes to Jesus. Everything changed the moment you agreed. Everything changed the moment you accepted the life of God. Everything changed the moment you received the finished work of the cross. Everything changed the moment you said yes to God. The royal crown changed pretty much everything. Hallelujah. It changed everything. You are no longer the same person that you were. That's why you don't need to always refer to your background. You know, my background, where I come from. You know where you now come from? You come from above. You know where you now come from? You come from heaven. You know where you now come from? You come from a place of authority. Esther, everything changed. You are completely a different person now because of the royal crown. The blessing of the royal crown was an announcement to the world that the way you need to relate with Esther has to change. Esther was just Esther. Then she became Queen Esther. (laughs) Come on. The royal crown changed Esther's name. The royal crown changed Esther's destiny. The royal crown changed Esther's uh, appearance. Her appearance changed. How she was going to dress up was going to change. Why? Because of the royal crown. Connections, friends had to change. Why? The royal crown. The people had to address it in a different way. Why? Because of the royal crown. At one time we said that we need to do everything for the glory of the king. What you put on, it sends a message. It is to the glory of the king. It is for the glory of the king. Whatever we do. And I want you to know that the moment that you become royalty, you don't then begin to speak the way you used to speak. Everything changed because of the crown. They went into the pageant, many of them, but it is only one person whose status was changed at the end of the day. It was only one person with the crown on on their head. I don't want you to look at yourself as a person who belongs, you know, to a family with so many people. But just for once, I want you to look at yourself as God's only child. 
Look at yourself as God's only child. You are the one that has received the love of God, the affection of God. You don't share it with a brother. You don't share it with another person. God's love for you is just amazing. And there he, he comes. He says, I'm giving you my crown. So before the crown was with Esther, the crown was with the king. It was the crown that belonged to the king. It is the king who bestowed the crown. The source is always important. The blessing, who confers status on you? If it is God, then you know that you have got an awesome status that cannot be changed. You have got an awesome status that cannot be reversed because you have got a crown on your head that has come from the Lord. The gifts of God, they are without repentance. They are irrevocable. They cannot be changed. Imagine what you have received just by virtue of being a child of God. You have received abundant life. Abundant life. Jesus, when he was praying for his disciples, John chapter number 17, he says, I do not pray that you take them out of the world, but I pray that you keep them in the world. And he says, although they are in the world, they are now not of the world. The status had changed, right? As they were walking around, people thought they were just, you know, of the world. But in the eyes of the Lord, they were no longer of the Lord, of the world. You are not of the world. The crown changed everything. The crown changed everything. Every time you get a crown, you get authority. Every time you get a, a crown, you get power. But now what is critical? It's not only the crown on your head. Because that is the first step. You can get the crown on your head. But if you are ignorant of what has just happened, you will continue to think like the Esther without the crown. When you are the Esther now with the, with the crown, when you are now Queen Esther, you may begin to continue to think, to operate as just Esther. I, I, I don't know if you get this. You know, the status, the crown can come, but do you know what it means to have the crown? It means your mindset has to change. Your mindset now has to be controlled by the crown. Or rather, your mindset has now to be directed or it has to be conditioned by the crown that is, uh, uh, that is now on your head. So the crown now begins to tell you where to go. The crown now begins to tell you what to do. The crown now begins to tell you how to communicate. The crown now needs to tell you how you ought to you know, live with other people. The crown is now the one that is leading your life. Your status that you have in Christ Jesus begins to change everything about you. Now, the mindset becomes crucial. How you think. How you think. Do you think victory? Do you think queen? Or you think just an orphan girl? Imagine Esther in the palace. She is now queen. Not only uh, just Esther in Mordecai's house, but the queen of the entire world. Imagine that. But Esther is still thinking the same way that she was thinking before she stepped into the palace. It's tragic. It's tragic. It's tragic. Romans chapter number 12. Right? Romans chapter number 12. We'll start off from verse number 1. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, verse 2 now says, 
Do not be conformed to the world, to the patterns of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. Be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. Be transformed. So the transformation, the status might have changed, but the transformation comes by the renewal of one's mind. You now need to know, how do you walk as royalty? And how do you get to know that? By your fellowship with the king. Because that's where your crown came from. So the one who gave you the crown is the one who knows how a queen is supposed to behave. So your mindset now has to begin to change. Esther, if you used to, you know, after eating your food, you used to pick up your plates and rush with them to the kitchen and wash the dishes. Everything has to change now. You are now royalty. You are now a queen. Right? It's not laziness for a queen not to walk and wash the dishes. It's not laziness. It's the understanding of royalty. It is the understanding of royalty. When the queen begins to command and says, can this be done and that be done and that be done? No, it's not being boastful. The queen has rightfully taken her position because of the crown and she is commanding because there are people who are ready to actually carry out the command and the instruction of the king. Do you have this understanding, child of God? The things that you used to labor for, you don't need to labor for anymore. Just by the command of your word, the angels of the Lord get to work. They are released. They get to work and they begin to minister to the children of God. You know, Hebrew says the angels, they are ministering spirits. Ministers ministering to those who are to inherit the life of God. And we are the ones who have received the life of God. And we have got the status that is changed. And all we now need to do is to have our minds conformed and transformed by the word of God. Because the word of God is the mind of God. The word of God is who God is. This is his character. This is who he is. We see how he deals with people. We see how he is compassionate. We see how he is loving. We see how he is forgiving. All that we see it through the word of God. And by going to the word of God, what is happening? Our minds begin to change. And they begin to line up to the word of God. You know, in the book of Galatians, uh, chapter number one, sorry, chapter number four, Galatians chapter number four from verse one. I want you to see something about the transformation of one's mind. The crown is an invitation. An invitation to us to have our minds transformed, to have our minds changed. It's not just, you know, the celebration of, you know, of the crown. Well, I've got a crown now. It is a call to work. It is a call to change your mind. It is a call to be active in the way you do your things, the way you look at yourself. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, right? An heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is master of all, right? As long as the slave is still a child, a child's mindset is not yet developed. So as long as the child, right, is, or an heir is still a child, he does not differ from a slave. Verse number two then says, but is under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the father. Right? Let's go. Then he says, even so, when we were children, 
were in bondage under the elements of the world. Are you seeing? You, you are now a child. Your status has now changed. The crown is on your head. But there has not been a change in the way you think. So you are just like a slave. You carry out, you, you wash your own dishes, you make your own bed, you, you have to figure out stuff on your own, you have to be walking around and checking if you are safe. It's, it's because the mindset is the mindset of a child. But the Bible says, when you become, when you become matured, when you become a, a, a grown up, when you begin to actively change the way you think actively, you know, invest in your mind, to change your mindset. The Bible says, then you begin to command. No longer as a child, but now effectively as an heir. That's why the word of God is all you need for a transformed mind. That's why you need to invest in the word of God time and time and time again and have your mindset changed. It's only then when we be- then we begin to reign and to take charge. Romans chapter 5 verse number 17 Romans chapter number 5 verse number 17 so celebrating the crown well I'm a child of God I'm above and not beneath I'm the head and not the tail you know well praise God but you need now to have your mindset changed you see knowing the word of God is not memorizing scripture okay having the fact that one knows a hundred verses does not mean the mindset has been changed the mindset is only seen to be changed when you begin to respond to situations that are coming to you. When you respond, your response to the situations is an indication of whether you have memorized verses or your mindset has shifted. Because we always address situations based on the default settings. The default setting of your mind is what you use to address the circumstances that happen when you are sick, how do you look at it? What do you see? How do you see yourself? Forget about, oh, by his stripes I am healed and walking around. No, it is, it is the peace of God that is a reflection of your mindset. It is the joy in the midst of you know, challenges where you realize, look, I may be going through challenges, but I still have a crown on my head. I don't need to panic. I'm just thinking now, I play a little bit of chess, but uh, some guys there, they, they play better than me. I'm on, I see, I'm on there, right? Now, look at this. If you are a good chess player, what you do is protect the king and the queen till the end. You don't, you don't want, everything is used to, ex, you know, to, to protect. You are trying by all means not to expose the king and the queen, all right? That's what you're trying in the whole chess game. You are trying by all means. You're using the bishop. You're using the castle. You're using, you're using the ponies. You are using, um, the knights, the horse. What are you doing? You're trying by all means to protect. I'm protecting. That's the, the part of the game. So the king does not really need to panic. He knows he is, if anything is to happen, it's, he's the last person to be affected. All right. Now you are a king. You have got the crown on your head. You are a child of God, right? You have got the DNA of God. It doesn't matter what is happening in the world. You are a king. If anything is to happen, well, by the time it gets to you, my friend, it will already be dealt with. Don't even worry about it. The good news is our lives, they are hid with God in or with Christ in God. 
Now, how, how will the devil find access to you, a child of God? That's how protected you are. If you hear that there is a famine, the last place the famine will reach, it is the palace. Remember the ravens that fed the men of God, Elijah? Those ravens were going to the palace to get food. You know, because there was hunger everywhere. But there was food in the palace. Praise God. There was food in the palace. Where you belong, you never run out of food. Where you belong, you never run out of provision. Because that crown says provision will never run out. That crown on your head says protection is guaranteed. That crown on your head says, you know, you have everything that you need that pertains to life and godliness. That crown that you have says, you know what, you are, you are going to have the best, uh, you're going to be having the best medical care. Medical care. The best is for you. The best is for the people with the crown. You don't need, you just need to walk around as normal. The crown will do the talking. The crown will be speaking. The crown will be announcing to the people who you really are. But we are living in a world where people who have got crowns are running all over the place. People who have got the crowns, they are panicking. Something happens, a person with a crown is panicking. You don't need to panic, child of God. No need for you to panic. Because you have the life of God at work in your life. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Now, that crown that you have, Romans, oh yeah, Romans chapter number 5. I had forgotten about Romans chapter number 5. It says, For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those will receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. I want you to hold that. Now I'm going to take it again. I want you to, now slowly this time, if by one, one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness, those who receive abundance of grace, it's you and me. Those who have received the gift of righteousness, it's you and me. We have got that crown. We will reign in life, not in the life to come, in this life. We reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. How do we reign? Reign. We reign in this life through Jesus Christ. That's how we reign. So who is reigning? We who are in Christ Jesus. Now give me verse 21, chapter 5, verse 21. Listen to what it says now. So you and me are the ones that are reigning. So that a sin reigned in death, even so grace might, might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Christ our Lord. So we are reigning. And now the Bible says here, sin at some point reigned. Okay? But now we have received the crown. Even so, grace might reign. Grace is now reigning. Grace is now reigning. What is reigning? Grace is now reigning. Praise God. Through righteousness to eternal life. Through Christ Jesus our Lord. For me, this is, this is amazing. You are reigning. Grace is, is reigning. So are you seeing the, the connection between you and grace? You reign, grace reigns, Jesus reigns, righteousness reigns. We are all, it's, it's, the crown represents all this when you have got the crown. You are simply saying grace reigns. When you have got the crown, you are simply saying I reign. 
when you've got the crown, you are simply saying Jesus reigns. The same crown says righteousness reigns. The same crown says you have eternal life. The same crown. You don't need to take off the crown and put another righteousness crown. One crown that is on your head. It's sending a message that it is by grace through faith. It is sending a message that it is righteousness that came as a gift. Esther, never forget as you are putting on that crown that it is not your works. No, it's not your works. You found favor and grace. Esther, as you put on that crown, it is a message that is being sent that there were many that wanted but you were in it to win it because somebody was working in you both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. Esther, as you put on that crown, know that you only responded, but everything was already prepared. You never brought anything into the chambers of the women. Everything was provided for. You availed yourself, received everything that God gave you by grace, and now you begin to reign from that understanding. If you think the crown means hard work, if you think the crown means your labor, your effort, I'm telling you it will be difficult for you to reign because your weakness will be the first stumbling block to reigning effectively in this life. And what happens if your weakness has got the upper hand in your life? It means sin is reigning. Sin is reigning and when sin reigns, it yields death. And you don't want to be there. So we reign in this life through an understanding that we are righteous and we belong to God. Now let me just run through a few things as we round off this. Number one, your crown speaks of territory. Okay? Your crown speaks of territory. When you have got the crown, the crown is simply saying, I've got a territory. The crown... Of Queen Elizabeth. It doesn't work in Malaysia. There is another monarch there. There is another kingdom that is at, op- at work there. So your crown is, 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 is addressing a territory that you have got power over. So you cannot just say, well, I've got a crown, so I rule everywhere. No, if you are a queen, if you are Prince Charles, Prince uh, Harry, wherever you are, you are prince in a territory given to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. There is a monarchy in Belgium. That monarchy in Belgium does not rule in England. It doesn't rule in Thailand. It doesn't rule in Swaziland. There is Muswati there. He is the one who calls the shots. Queen Elizabeth cannot just you know, pronounce a decree and that decree affects uh, Swaziland. It doesn't work like that. Now, this is the good news. You have got a crown. Your crown is speaking of a territory. And the Bible says he has given the earth to the children of man to dominate, to rule. We have got the whole earth. You may be South African, but you don't only have power in South Africa. You have power everywhere. Your influence goes beyond where you are planted. At one time when I was meditating on the word of God, God said something very profound to me. He said to me, you are you are not only going to influence the world or the people rather where you are planted. If you are planted in South Africa, your influence will be felt all across the world because a tree that is planted here can export the fruits that are going to be eaten in the UK, in Europe, in America, but the tree is in South Africa, but it's exporting. 
right? Exporting its fruit all over the world. Your influence, I speak by the power of God, that you may be physically here, but your influence is spiritual. You are not restricted by what is natural. Though you may be here, but your name will be heard across nations. Though you may be here, but your influence and your light is going to shine across the globe. Though you may be planted here, but you are not limited to where you are planted. I speak in the name of Jesus Christ that the banner of victory that you possess, that you carry, that is the Christ in you, will influence the world all over. It will influence people in communities that you will probably physically never, uh, you're never going to be, but your influence is just going to be there spiritually. You need to have this understanding that you will flourish even in places where you are not planted. You will flourish even in places where you're physically not present because the crown on your head says the world. You might have a physical passport that gives you access that is unhindered. You don't need a visa, you know, because you are South African. But I'm telling you that what you possess in the spirit is far much greater, far much bigger because that crown that you have, Esther, it gives you access to every territory in the kingdom of Persia, every territory, you don't need clearance to go into another city, another city. That crown says, listen. And you don't want to know the other territory. So earth is the first territory. And the second territory is earth again. Okay? So the first territory is earth. The second territory is earth, is earth again. The Bible says when God created man, you know, he then formed man out of the dust formed men out of the dust, out of the earth. He then took the dust and he started forming the man. And after he formed men, then he breathed into man, into his nostrils, the breath of life. So this here is earth. This is earth. All right? This is earth. So there is the earth, the physical earth, the physical world that we are living in. But your body is earth. You have authority over your body. The crown that you possess simply says that you can speak to your flesh, you speak to your body. If there is pain, we declare and we speak to the body and we command the body, the earth to line up with everything that is already established in your spirit because your crown gives you authority to declare and to decree. Yes, there is COVID-19. Yes, there is cancer. Yes, you know, there is kidney problems. Yes, you know, there is meningitis. Yes, there is high blood pressure. There is diabetes. Whatever sickness that you can think of, that sickness does not touch your spirit. That sickness has got access to your flesh. And because it has got access to your flesh, your crown says you have power over that earth. Today, you can declare. Today, you can speak life. Today, you can line everything up according to the word of God. You don't need to be afraid of disease. Why? Because you have got power over earth. Your crown gives you authority to rule over your body. Paul says, I bring my body to subjection. Remember, I've got authority. My crown commands my body. I've got power over that weakness. I've got power over that sickness. Why do I have that power? Why am I so bold in declaring that I've got power over sickness? Because the Bible says, death, where is your sting? The grave, where is your power? Sin, where is your power? We already have got power. Defeated at the cross. Sin was, was defeated at the cross. The power, the sting of death was neutralized at the cross. Defeated. Now, there's a story that I had. Uh, 
I, I hope I'm just going to communicate it very well where a brother you know the, the two brothers were there and you know one bee stung the older brother and then it kept on you know making the sounds and making the noises and 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 the young brother was told by the older bro, older brother you don't need to worry why you know why why my brother do i not need to worry because this bee is here it says it can only sting once i already took the sting so you don't need to worry we reign because somebody took the sting of death we reign because somebody took the sting of sickness we reign because somebody took the sting of sin and now that crown that is on our head gives us the power to reign to be in charge to control and to take charge of uh, everything that we have praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord so we have authority and we have got the power of god and because we have the power of god we begin to reign in this life we begin to command esther you don't only have the crown but you have a royal crown you are now different we are now different the bible says although you are gods but you die like men men it should never be our portion we don't want to die like men men i don't want to die like a man man because i've got the life of god at work in me i have a crown now everything changes my words what i say how i speak it must reflect that i know the crown that i now carry when i decree a thing the bible says it will be established i need now to begin to value what i say because there is a crown it was not just a pageant that you won esther now you've got a royal crown it was not just you know a miss uh, medopasia no it led you to a place where you have got a crown and because you have a royal crown you now need to know how to go about your work as one who has got a crown it may be difficult sometimes to walk in the righteousness of god but you have to keep on renewing your mind telling yourself i am righteous you may stumble here and there keep telling yourself i'm righteous i'm born of god i overcome the world i'm righteous i've got the life of god and as you continue to do that you will be aligning yourself to what has already been finished and as you align yourself to what has already been finished you begin to see that you fit in nicely in your role as a queen and you begin to reign together with the king queens reign together with kings which means you're reigning is not don't don't try and do what vashti did vashti tried to reign outside her relationship with the king vashti tried to reign outside her fellowship with the king but our reign is always connected to our relationship and our fellowship with the king and we reign in this life and even in the life to come praise the lord i believe that this message was a blessing to you if it blessed you uh you know i pray that uh you know you you give us feedback so that we know what god is doing in your life but i pray now in the name of jesus if you're having sickness in your body i command it to go in jesus mighty name whatever has been a struggle i command covid-19 i command every form of uh, diabetes i command every form of uh, affliction hiv and aids i command in the name of jesus the power that restores the power that perfects and the power that makes whole thank you father for the miracles that we receive and we thank you for the victory that we have as a result of the cross of our lord jesus christ we give you praise honor and glory in jesus wonderful name Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's just give God some praise from wherever you are. Celebrate his goodness, celebrate his love, celebrate the crown that is on your head because you have the crown 
on your head. Celebrate that because he has made us kings and priests unto our God. You are not ordinary. You have got the crown on your head. You are not just a mere person. You carry the life of God. And as you decree, it will begin to happen. Jesus is one time, he commanded that fig tree to dry up. The fig tree obeyed. Why? A man with authority, a man with power had decreed. One woman touched him, touched the hem of his garment, and the blood dried up. You know why? Because a person of authority had passed through. When Batmias was, uh, was blind, you know, and he cried out to the Lord, Son of David, have mercy on me. The one in authority says, what is it that you want me to do for you? I want my sight. Receive your sight. This is how we need, need now to begin to command. When there was darkness in the, in the world, the earth was without form. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. The king came out and he declared, let there be light. And light was there. So shall it be as we are going to declare in this week and even in years to come. Learn the art of kings commanding, decreeing, declaring, and you know, be ready to celebrate the manifestation of every declaration that you make. Your words, they are never in vain. Your words are not simple. Your words carry authority. The word, same word when it is spoken by Esther, who is without the crown, is different from the same word spoken by Esther with the crown. Although we look the same on the outside, but in our hearts, and in our spirits, there's been a total and a complete change. We have the life of Jesus. And if the life and the power that raised Jesus is at work in you, he will vitalize your mortal bodies. And that same life is in us. You are blessed. Let's see you again in the coming week. God bless you.